0: No, this is what it sounds like. When doves cry, I thought you would have picked up on that one, man. Yo, what's up, everybody? This is Beauty and the Beast Mode podcast. Podcast. I got there first. (laughs) This is Yay Martinez. This is Big Jeff. Thanks for being here. Jeff, I appreciate that you apparently brought a maid in to clean up that room. It was a little rough, bro. Not a little, bro. It, like you said, there were cats and shit hiding in there.
1: There's one over here. <laughs> yeah. Rats making a nest. Oh it it was family of mice. Have
0: you, ever was... had, have you ever had rats or mice in, in, in your uh, ever?
1: No. Nope.
0: I did in my old house. Okay. Did I, did I tell you that I had rats in my old house? Rat, no. Know. Rats or mice? probably mice let's go with mice
1: (laughs) that's easier to digest
0: let's go with mice bro i was sitting in you know i had that little uh room downstairs or whatever where we used to record yep and i i was in there one night man and i heard something that sounded like it was on the roof and i was like man that shit sounds like it's right there and then i was kind of like trying to track it and then i was like going to the other rooms to see if i heard it in there but i kept going back to that creative space room. And it just sounded like it was scurrying around, and I was like, "Well, there's definitely something in there." But a long time ago, when uh, my sister and I were actually roommate roommates together at this house that my folks had bought in Jacksonville, uh, it something sounded like something uh, was being chased by another animal, mm. and I think it was a squirrel, and it ran through one of the vents, and I like all we heard was the squirrel and shit, right, running right. around. Uh, but that motherfucker died up there and started stinking after a few days. Oh. <laughs> but, bro, so that's what I was reminded of, like, something big. I thought it was something big, which is going to be like, but, you know, I got the folks to come out and, and take care of it.
1: Nice. Nice. Yeah. The, the wife's old house that she grew up in mm-hmm. had a fireplace. And I think it was a raccoon that died in the chimney. Oh,
0: my God.
1: And started stinking. Yeah. Yeah. In the summertime.
0: In the summertime, when the yeah. raccoon is dead, dead. <laughs> so what's the word? Big word. How you doing, man? Uh, you motherfucker! Every goddamn time. No, I uh. And <laughs> hey, what? What is that? What is that? Uh, what are those initials on your hoodie stand for?
1: VM Vox Machina,
0: which is for for, the, for those of us that aren't uh, a geek. Geeks. Uh,
1: So, one of the best Dungeons & Dragons shows there is in the world is called Critical Role. you're coming in
0: hot. You're coming in hot, man. Oh. Yeah, bro. Hot. That man is coming in hot. He's ready to go today.
1: One of the uh, best Dungeons & Dragons shows in the world is called Critical Role, and they're a group of voice actors that got together like...
0: Wait, wait, wait. Pause. Dungeons and Dragons shows.
1: Show, yep, they have their own show.
0: What is it like
1: uh, on the YouTube, on the interwebs? Oh,
0: okay, okay.
1: Yep, yeah. They started out on. Uh, damn. Now I'm not going to be able to remember the name of it. Felicia Day started it. People are like, "Oh, this is it! Something and something." Geek and sundry. How's that without even looking it up? son. Thank you, thank you.
0: Um, normally
1: it would be thirty seconds of um uh. I'd
0: be I'd be getting pissed like a motherfucker. Yes, yeah. <laughs> uh, motherfucker, speak. So, <laughs> so <laughs> they they just they're on the internet and uh, people watch them play Dungeons and Dragons.
1: Yep. So now it's like on Twitch and the YouTube Bro, and the whole bit.
0: That's bananas you know Grumpshine. you know john yep you know he makes board games and he has one that's like right there on the precipice of being uh released right and uh i don't think he'd mind me sharing this i think he actually wants people to go out uh but there's like this uh i don't know if it's called a game con a game board con kind of like comic con happening in orlando and him and his uh partner are going to be out there mega con. Him? could be mega con Megacon is like, the
1: big convention in Orlando.
0: Could be that then. Uh, but anyway, when I was living in Jacksonville, we were, he was talking about like, hey, we should be recording this and doing it. And then, you know, we, everybody talks a lot of stuff. I'm not saying that he was talking stuff. I'm just saying everybody's like, yeah, let's do it. And then it just never happens, you know? Right. Unlike Beauty and the Beast mode, been doing it strong for like five or six years, baby. That's right. I wouldn't say strong. We've been doing it moderate. on and off yeah 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 but yeah so uh
1: so that's it vm vox machina so it was the the name of their group in their first campaign
0: how many cats how many cats were actually on the show seven it takes seven motherfuckers to play dungeons and dragons
1: seven and then the game master the dungeon master matt eight, mercer
0: eight people play dungeons and dragons is that like the normal or normal playing group for dungeons and dragons
1: like six people normally really yeah
0: and second do you know how to play dungeons and dragons
1: hells yeah how come
0: you never try to how come you never try to indoctrinate me bro
1: i'm i'm a set i grew up 1971 i was born so like The end of the 70s, like 79, 78, 79, I I started playing Dungeons and Dragons where I was like 9, 10.
0: Has it evolved? I'm sure like. Oh, yeah. How or how has it evolved?
1: Just with like different monsters, different campaigns, different rules. You know, like it started out as Advanced Dungeons and Dragons and now it's it's called 5E. So that's like it's up to that edition 5e Mm -hmm. so but yeah it's super fun bro you know it's like a lot of people think of it as like oh losers and geeks and this and that but like if you think about it
0: well now that we've established that uh, (laughs) um
1: if you think about it what it is is right you have the one person the dungeon master
0: the dungeon master right okay pause i want you to do it as a voiceover like it's a commercial Look, you're a voiceover actor. No, bro, you're a voiceover actor. I'm not. I want you to do it. I'm a failed. No. no, Well, well, as a failed voiceover actor. I want you to do it as a failed voiceover actor.
1: Cue it up like it's a commercial. The Dungeon Master. So you have the Dungeon Master, and I'm not doing that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Non-committal, mother.
1: (laughs) So the Dungeon Master kind of has the outline of a story, right? But then the people that are playing are the ones that make the decisions of what to do and what path to go down. And then the dungeon master kind of like guides them through. So pretty much it's just like a live story unfolding. So
0: it's really cool. How interesting do you think this is to the listener?
1: it's obviously not interesting to you because you just rolled your eyes and were just like, "Can we move on?" <laughs> See all of that from a stuttering fuck that I normally am. Just asking me what VM stand for on my shirt,
0: bro. You know what I love about it is that how passionate. You, yeah, once you got in the pocket, and once it it seemed like you were like, "Oh, we gonna talk about that," you were like, "Okay, I'm good." And I didn't. I didn't. I wasn't looking for words. I wasn't stuttering or fumbling over my own tongue. And now I can't see you because you just opened the blinds. There we go. And uh, so, but yeah, I'm I'm proud of what you just did there, man. Now I need you to bring that same type of energy to every other motherfucking episode that we do. Not a problem.
1: Yeah, I will do my best. (laughs) That's all I could do.
0: Come on, bro. I promise
1: that. (laughs) That I will do my best.
0: You know what? If if the listener were to go back and play, pick an episode, they would probably think that Beauty and the Beast mode was just about me getting on you for not being able to get anything out through an episode.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't agree with that. I think we've had some amazing conversations over the years.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. 10%, and- 10% of the episode might <laughs> <laughs> Bro, do you have dip in your mouth? No. Oh, okay. You look like you had they dip in your mouth. Like you. Oh, I
1: never do that. Nope. Good, go. good old straight up cigarettes for me, sir. <laughs> um, but since we're talking geek stuff, yeah, let's do uh, it. I mean, I might as well just roll with this now. So, oh, here he goes. We have. What did you get this week? We have some new pickups, baby. <laughs> so this is spider-man from marvel right okay yeah uh-huh. but if you could see it's it hard is... to see when
0: you got the blinds open on your damn face and whatever you're showing to the camera right now how also has the freaking sun reflection on it okay hey. so
1: this is spider-man 932 not just any spider-man from funko but the japanese tv show spider-man so many people don't know that i think it was in the 70s or 80s it might have been the 80s there was a japanese tv show of spider-man it was it was live action and it was so horribly bad but it was so good
0: i I'm I'm gonna to venture to say that I probably watched it in Japan as a kid. Okay, nice because I, because I lived in Japan. Probably. Yeah, young Yep. People.
1: Yep. So
0: and I that I that and that's what that's actually when I started collecting comic books because my dad when comic books were seventy five cents a dollar no more than a dollar really like even for brand not brand new number ones you're talking about like a dollar twenty five maybe right and he would. I don't want to say like every day, but it seemed like it, but he would bring me home a comic book and, and he would always bring me home Spider-Man and he would, and my brother uh, had an affinity for Iron Man. And so, uh, at some point though, my brother's like, yeah, I don't want comic books anymore. And bringing me comic books. That's where, that's where I started collecting, bro. Nice. Yep.
1: That's awesome. Um, so I'll go with You're another like, yeah, one here. Great,
0: great story, bro. No, I love that, dude. <laughs> I love the fact that. So when uh, when that which which gets me to when did you start collecting and do you remember the first? uh What are those Funkos? What was the first Funko that you bought, and then that someone bought for you?
1: The first Funko that was bought for me was, um. Hannibal Lecter from Silence of the Lambs. Oh, wow.
0: Okay, so you, you were a bit older, I'm assuming. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: So this was... So I only started collecting Funkos like four years ago.
0: Oh, wow, bro. You got a strong collection four years ago.
1: I kind of have an issue.
0: Yeah. Um, Does anyone that collects Funkos take them out of the box?
1: Yes. Okay. Yes. I am an in the box collector on some things, and some things I open the boxes, right? right? So there are some times when I, with Funko, I buy two of them because I take one out of the box and keep one in the box.
0: <laughs> what um, do you do with them when you take them out of the box? Like, are, do you play with them? Like, that's a serious question. Like, what do you do with them? When you no, with like, the I'll look at them. You display them differently? I
1: smell them. How's that for you? Yep. They have a certain smell to them.
0: Like a new pair of sneakers. I get
1: it. Yeah. Uh, And then, yeah, I'll put them out on display out of the box. You know, not... Go ahead. The cool thing about Funko is that the boxes are cool as hell, not just, like, the figures that are in the boxes, right? So, like, this one here is Batman from the animated TV series. Uh, Two Face, right? So look at that, bro. Mm-hmm. Look at the detail on that.
0: Who do you know? Who created Funko and like how we got? Do you know the the backstory of Funkos?
1: Yes. Can you so this?
0: Give a little bit. You don't have to give the whole.
1: Yeah, this is an LA Comic Con exclusive, by the way. Which
0: means what?
1: That this was only sold at. L.A. Comic-Con.
0: So if I Google it, well, somebody could be selling right now. But if I went on Funko page, mm-hmm. whatever that is, and looked for that Two-Face one, they wouldn't sell it to me.
1: Not through Funko, no. Okay. You would have to buy it through a, a private, somebody That's who right. owns it. Right. Um, so Funko started in Washington state um, by a guy named Mike. Mike Funko. And I, I forget his name, Mike. God damn it. So anyway, so Mike
0: Mike Funko for now,
1: it started out where they, they started with the um, he loved like Tiki designs and all these like, old school designs. so fell in love with um, I was going to say Bob's Burger. It's not. Some them big Rob, boy.
0: Bob's big boy. Rob's, Rob's big boy. Big, Bob's boy. big boy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: The hammer so, thing, right? Y- yes. Yeah. So winds up that they made a Funko, a couple of them, and then sold them in the stores. And the guy called up and said, hey, by the way, like they all sold out. And they were like, oh, damn. So then they started making some more. Then then it was getting like licenses and all that other stuff they started blowing up. Yeah winds up that at like one of their heights that the dude who one of the guys who created it Mike, winds up that he said, I'm done, stepped away, sold company to somebody else. And now I can't remember his name. Mm -hmm. But here it is after that, like they took it to a whole other level,
0: right?
1: You know, um, to where he came back. And I think it was like a little bit of pressure, a little bit of anxiety and all that where it was like, here it is that the dude started it. And it was really small. And it blew up the way that it did Mm -hmm. not thinking that it would be
0: like that. Yeah. So that's legit, man. I mean, sure, he probably could have got he probably could have, I don't know, who knows, got millions on tops of on top of millions on top of millions. But oh yeah. He still so, made out, you know. Yeah, yeah. So still a beautiful thing.
1: There is uh they did a documentary on it. Did they? Yeah, called um finding fun or creating fun something like that but they tell the story of when they first started all the way through
0: oh my gosh We're, so i could probably find that on youtube or something
1: it's online yeah yeah i bought a copy of it i'm a little uh, crazy
0: that's good man that, uh, <laughs> gives you yeah. uh you know it's, it, it, it fuels you it motivates yeah. you it inspires you it, it taps into your creative juices
1: yeah so I'll be quick with the rest because yeah, I do bro, have you're
0: good. It's a good story, bro.
1: So this there's a story of, so Iron Maiden,
0: okay, right? Okay.
1: Live after Death, Eddie. Okay so Iron Maiden cre created a live album called Live After Death which is my favorite live album ever. Mm-hmm. It, it was recorded at the Hammersmith Odeon in the, in the eighties or nineties. And the band it's they sounded like their best. Jeff, was, do
0: you, speaking of the eighties and, and you listening to that music, do you think you and I would have been friends in high school? Oh, yeah. what, why do you say that, bro? <laughs> of
1: course. I was friends with everybody.
0: How do you think uh, we would have become friends in high school? Um, what means would you and I have become friends in high school? Just walking
1: through the halls, bullshitting. You know? You said you collected comics as a kid. Maybe we would have seen each other at a comic shop. You know right, 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 so, and in high school, before they kicked me out of my high school, <clears throat> uh and even yeah, after Forget
0: you, I don't need this place, I'm out of here, I was gonna leave anyway,
1: even after, uh so I was on like all the sports teams,
0: mm-hmm.
1: so uh, basketball, weightlifting, volleyball, mm-hmm.
0: softball, the whole bit, so I think that would it would have been. You know how this is how it would have happened. I attempted to take weightlifting in high school. And I went to like, I went twice because it was like an after school thing. And I went like two or three times. And then I was like, yeah, nah. But I probably would have bumped into you in one of those two or three times. Yeah. Because you know what? You know, as kids, we, everybody had clicks, right? Yep. So, I would have seen you in the weightlifting room outside of whatever click you were with. You would have seen right. me outside of whatever click I was with. Mm-hmm. And then that's when we would have engaged in a conversation. And right. then that's where it probably would have jumped off and we have been doing beauty in the beast mode for like 30 years now. Damn right. <laughs> Imagine that shit. Oh, Jesus. Oh yeah. Yeah. Imagine uh, how much would not have been said by you in 30 years on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So. Jackie Robinson.
1: So it's an awesome
0: Funko. That is a beautiful one. I love, so the, what, position. I love the position they got him in too. Is he, is he catching a fielding a ground ball? Yep. Yeah. So what's
1: cool too is you can see that it's number 42.
0: Mm -hmm. in the series oh shit is that did you get number 42 in the series well that's
1: this is just the number of the pop sports legends
0: oh okay gotcha
1: so but cool as hell because he's number 42
0: right well i thought you got like 42 out of that series of jackie robinson's that's what i thought happened nope gotcha so which would have been even more amazing if somebody Whoever has number 42 out of the 42 Jackie Robinson series. They're not numbered. Uh, what kind of stuff is that, man?
1: They're not numbered. Jeez. So they do have like limited edition ones that are numbered, but right, this right.
0: isn't one of them. Yeah, so. they can make Jackie limited edition, bro.
1: But Yeah, right. <laughs> but like I said before, like do it's not just Roberto Clemente. Um, I don't know. To be honest, I'll tell you in a minute where I look it up on my app, but it's not just what's inside, like the boxes, like I said, are cool as hell too, yeah, so um that this one I love even more, so this is another Jackie sliding, but this is you remember when he stole home?
0: yeah, I mean, I wasn't there, but I remember from yeah, yeah, so he slid into home there. that's awesome, bro, yeah. Those are good. Those are legit. Okay, yep. I can I can see how it can lead into what it's led to for you. Oh yeah. Also, awesome. I mean, look, bro. I would you know I we talked about it um, before about like you getting in kind of collector mode, but I have uh, about a hundred pairs of sneakers in my closet, and probably about. 30 20 30 pairs of shoes. Wow. Yeah. And many of those sneakers I've I've yet to wear. And I just got a brand new pair of baby blue and white loafers the other day. Nice. <laughs> and I'm like, whoa, I can't wait <laughs> to wear these to the barbecue. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so do you have like a pair that you bought for an occasion and haven't worn again?
0: Uh of sneakers yep or shoes you know it's, it's you know it's weird I, I went into this space I think because I, I just kind of like sneakers I've always liked sneakers even as a kid and then it became like wanting to have some clean new shoes for comedy shows okay and then it became well I can afford buying new shoes so I'm gonna buy some new shoes Gotcha. And then it became, can I get something that nobody else has? Because a lot of people that collect sneakers, I think all kind of had like, you know, they go to the Jordans and all of that stuff. And then it became, I like these shoes and it became, what what kind of shoes can I get that nobody else has? What is nobody rocking right now? Some folks are rocking loafers, but I like loafers too. And so what kind of loafers can I get that nobody else might have? Okay. And now it's like, damn, I wish I went and bought all these damn sneakers.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So you said like a lot of peeps go after Jordans. Do you have a favorite shoe that you go after?
0: Uh not really. I there's there's some like a these low profile Adidas style, kind of almost kind of like sambas that I, I that kind of work well with with me um and i think i just think the jordans are the jordans the dunks like a lot of nike branded shoes are kind of overplayed right now and everybody's rocking them and the ones that that a lot of folks aren't rocking are just out of my price range right
1: So, so i just heard the other day that there was a rapper that made his own custom nikes that had a drop of his blood in the shoe
0: Oh, that was that was uh that was a while back. That was a uh, Lil Nas X, was it? Is that yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. But so he got. I think like Nike told him not to do that. Oh yeah. So that, yeah. So that yeah. That was a while back though. Um, but so yeah. That but so I I understand the whole collection thing, and and I, that's that's interesting, you know, because it could take us to like. There's an initial, like how many Funkos do you have, and I don't want you to go back there and count, but think about how many Funkos you have behind you and how many rows and how many, how many columns that you have. And like when the last time was that you actually saw one from the back and looked at it. Right. Right. Because it's like, it's kind of like the initial, Oh man, this is beautiful. I got it. Now I have it that rush, that feeling it's, it's an addiction, like you said. Yeah. And then we put it away and you get the next one
1: right
0: now you may get some of that same feeling when you go back and look through and you're like oh man shit i forgot that i had this one yep like and in my mind it's getting to the point where i'm like okay there's some sneakers that i've seen in looking for other sneakers that i'm like oh man i forgot about these right and i'm like what does that say That one.'" I'm being obsessive about this. And that why I feel that I might need these things. Right. Like, why do I feel that way? That's what that's something I've been trying to ask myself lately. Like, why? Like, yes, there is that initial reaction. It feels good. I'm wearing one time. I'm putting. Them in. And then I'm like, why, why, why do I do that?
1: Right. I know myself.
0: Hold that thought. Oh, this motherfucker here. So anyways, Jeff's trying to fix the lighting in his space right now. Looks good, bro. It looks better with the light on, bro. Thanks. So he just turned the light on in the space, revealing even more Funko.
1: <laughs> now, so I have, I have
0: go a, ahead. over. I got it. Go I, I got to plug my, my computer in.
1: Okay. So I took a look. And I have over 500 Funkos.
0: You know that because you got the app? Yeah. Wow.
1: Yep. And my collection is over almost $10,500. So yeah, I have a little bit of a problem, um, but like from what you were saying, Like, when is it that you're gonna stop? You know?
0: Yeah, when is Uh, enough enough?
1: So I know the other day I was like, the wife, so the wife and I celebrated 23 years the other day.
0: Congratulations, bro.
1: Thank you. And, you know, wound up getting each other stuff. And it's funny because my whole family knows like any occasion. It's just get like,
0: them a
1: just get them Funkos, you know? <laughs> right. So, like, it was funny because we had the conversation last time, and it was like, do you see yourself ever stopping? Which are is we funny. Having,
0: are we having the same conversation?
1: No. Oh. No. You just had asked the question, do you ever think that you'll stop collecting? And I was like, I don't know, you know? And I was like, maybe. And then, like, during the week, I know that I sent you a few texts. You know the ones that you didn't respond to <laughs> so ones up that i think <laughs> i sent you i was like guess i'm not stopping anytime soon and it was pictures of like a bunch of funko's that i got so uh that
0: was, that was this week
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: so here's another one that i got so Funko came out with a line called Funko Soda.
0: Oh my God.
1: Right? And it's shaped like a soda can and on the top it has like a little pull tab thing
0: and Oh bro, this... look, they just, those pictures just downloaded right now. See? They did not download, bro. See? Oh wow.
1: Yeah, because you didn't even open it up. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this is Willy Wonka.
0: Outcast, bro? What outcast outcast what you got outcast Funkos Andre 3000 big boy uh, that's what I'm going to show next oh my god look motherfucker this ain't a goddamn geek uh, geek to me Funko show bro
1: so they have Funko gold
0: you do that shit on your own bro
1: <laughs> they did Funko gold there's another
0: crazy. line that they that's have
1: cool. that's cool I mean, he's sitting there with the cane and the
0: plaid and the suspenders. So right now, listener, he's showing this Funko Gold. Uh, Andre 3000. Andre 3000 doll. Do they, are they called dolls? Figures. They're called figures? Yep. Okay. And then and this he's holding one's, up Big Boy from Outcast. You see the and big I, old phone? I do. I do. And his glasses. Yay. Let's get back to the media conversation, bro. The obsession that people have with collection or...
1: Collecting or, period, whatever it may be,
0: right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Collecting period. Yeah, whatever it may be. Bro, it... it what? what when, because there's this whole idea of minimalism as well. Not in the collecting world. Well, that, that'd be... counter right? To... Right being a collector. Right. But, but is, isn't isn't being a collector, and check me for relevance, is being a collector, is part of being a collector showing your collection off, like at different shows and stuff. Is that part no, of it?
1: No, at shows normally it's like vendors selling stuff. Okay. So like, yeah, this is just for me. You know? hmm but, like you said, so like I was going through stuff, rearranging stuff the other day. And yeah, like on these racks behind me, like it goes five deep. So when I was rearranging stuff and pulling stuff out, like you said, I was like, oh, damn, I have this one. Like, so have you part-
0: ever unintentionally bought the same one twice because you forgot that you bought it?
1: No. Okay. No. Because. Like, I have my whole collection in that app.
0: Oh, so the app tracks.
1: So literally, I could be at a store and scan it, and it lets me know if I have it. But it's crazy, bro. Like, I can't remember shit sometimes. And, like, the wife and I are out, and she's like, oh, this one. And I'm like, nope, I have that already. And then she now collects some Funkos, right? Mm -hmm. So I... She picks one up. She's like, I love this one. Look at the artwork and the colors. I'm like, oh, yeah, I got that for you already. She's like, what? She's like, you remember my collection? I'm like, yeah, when it comes to this shit, bro, it's crazy.
0: It but bad.
1: it's like the feeling that it gives you, you know, like
0: it's but it's only for an instant, bro. That's what I'm saying. Whatever. uh, It could be shoes. It could be comic books. It could be Funkos. It could be. Whatever. Isn't it only for an instant? No, because look at what I'm doing right
1: now. And for those who are just listening, I'm spinning in my chair
0: and I get to see everything that's in here. You don't get to see everything because you got Funkos behind Funkos.
1: But all I needed to do is look, though. I could grab something like so just turn in my head this way. I could see all this stuff. You know, so it's not where it's like just when I buy it, like I'm surrounded by it. So it's like and
0: and what do you just sit in that room all day and stare at Funko's?
1: There are times when I come in here and I'm just going through stuff to see what I have and to look at stuff, you know?
0: Okay. look, I'm not I'm not I'm just. Oh, I know you're not judging. We're talking. Yeah, Yeah. I'm trying to understand. Mm -hmm. Really, really how I can get out of buying shit. Bro, not only that, like I have a bunch of clothes. I was looking the other day because I moved, you know, not so long ago and some of the and some of my clothes I put in one of those air in one of those bags that you can kind of uh you know take the air out and and keep them for winter or whatever, whatever. Right. And uh I was just like I have bags of clothes in those types of airtight bags. I haven't opened those. Been what eight months, and I'm like, so why do I need them? Right. You know.
1: Yeah.
0: And that's where I'm at now, and I'm kind of analyzing everything. I'm like, so why do I need these? Who, who, am I, who am I? Whom am I trying to impress? <laughs> but not for on the real though. When I was out uh, doing shows all the time, I was I was wanting to look fresh. So fashion, I, it was it was nice to feel good. You know. You feel right. good, you perform good, that type of stuff. Right. So maybe that's why I haven't worn a lot of stuff because I haven't been performing. But uh yeah, but also just like I'm at the point where I'm like, why do I why why do I have all of this?
1: Right. So because I think, too, like what my wife looks at is like she says she grew up in a single mom household, you know, with a brother and a sister. So it was like three kids with a single mom working in the 70s and 80s. So it's like she wasn't making a lot of money. Right. So they did without a lot, you know. Mm -hmm. And so like when she got older. And when we had kids like she was buying them all like name brand clothes, because she never got to have that as a kid. Right. And she remembers getting made fun of like, as a kid, for wearing, like, generic stuff. Yeah. You know? So I think a piece of it's that, too. Like, there might be something from childhood where, let's say, like, the baby boomers hold on to everything because they were, like, depression babies, mm-hmm. you know? Oh, like,
0: depressed-ass oh, depressed babies.
1: Depression.
0: <laughs> I know. I heard you. Get the baby out of the trash can. So this, yes. <laughs> So this is the last thing that's that I'm going to show you. That's a, re- that's a throwback reference to a very early episode, by the way.
1: Trash Cam Baby.
0: Oh my gosh, which, is, which was probably okay to say back then. Maybe not even, but it yeah. doesn't feel okay to say right now.
1: Yeah. So this is the last thing that I'm going to show, and I'm trying to see when it's from. This is an old thing that I found. 2001. Jesus. So, Rob Zombie.
0: Mm-hmm. You have to keep talking.
1: So, it's a, <laughs> it's a big box that's been brutalized a little bit, but right. it's a jack-in-the-box Rob Zombie.
0: Oh, that's pretty slick. But you've never taken it out of the box?
1: Never taken it out of the box. Yeah. And 2001, and it's now 2022, and still, when you press the button,
0: it, it, it works. Uh, barely, but we would like to hear you.
1: So it sings the song Dragula When you press the button. Uh-huh. So yeah, I found that. And I was just like, God damn, that's awesome. So you see,
0: you found that recently or you have, you've held on to that since 2001?
1: No, I've had that since 2001. Oh, okay. And I just found it again recently. So, yeah. so yeah, that's it for uh, Jeff's collection. Oh, bro,
0: I have comic books that I got in the 80s that I still have, but I haven't continued to collect comic books.
1: Right. I'll buy them from you. Nah. Why? Why are you holding on to them?
0: Well, because they're more sentimental now, so that's different. That's different from continuing to collect. so that's a thing not, not, like, not, not, not different, different, different. It is than continuing to collect. I do not collect them anymore,
1: right. So it is different. But I'm saying is though you were saying before, why do I hold on to this? or why do I hold on to that?
0: But I'm talking about like clothes and sneakers and all that stuff,
1: right. but there is a reason whatever it may be
0: well i think the reason for the clothes and shoes is because i'm an idiot (laughs) and it's like you just need to stop (laughs) right i'm not a i'm not i'm 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 doing okay for myself but i'm not balling out of control where i can just continue spending money on that stuff you know it just makes no sense right right and my you know a lot of folks might be like whatever bro like live life all that. But imagine a world where I did not collect all of those. I got rid of them. I sold all of them. Imagine a world. I might be able to buy myself a car wash, and then I can flip all of that, get more money, buy those sneakers all back, and just continue to make money the rest of my life. Nice. <laughs> it's a thought. It's a thought. So yeah, brother. Bro.
1: What's what new else, with you?
0: Motherfucker, we just had an entire conversation, John. What's new with you? Uh I, I I here's here's something that's new with me. So I graduated in 2020 with my masters.
1: Okay.
0: And I've been contemplating since 2020 on whether or not to go back to school okay whether to go to school for uh, a different degree or to go to school for my PhD and I know a lot of people might be like why go back to school you got the master's what, what's the purpose in going back to school like one shut the fuck up it's for me okay damn right it's for me it definitely it, at this point at this point right now it's for me Right. I don't have anything to prove. I just want to be able to leave this earth knowing that um, my family members, the next generation can be like, hey, you know we had a doctor in the family, right?
1: Legacy, baby.
0: And so I believe that I would be the first and I, I would If this if this comes to pass. So anyways, what's new with me is that I applied for uh, a non matriculated course right now, which allows you to take a course while you apply for the program. And then once you get accepted into the program, that course will then count towards your program for your doctorates.
1: Okay, so that's what that's what non matriculated means.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And so that class starts next month, Damn! but I didn't know what I signed up for. Like I was going back and forth in my head and I was like, All right, I'm just going to sign up for one. And then you still don't know. And I signed up for one. I kind of just let some time pass and I went into my, my uh, college email. And it was like, uh, your course is coming up. Don't forget to pay for it. And I was like, Shee! Uh, I damn. was excited, but also like, damn, I got to pay this <sighs> course which also made me think like, yo, the president needs to knock, knock some of his tuition down, bro. <laughs> so, which is also probably another reason why I'm like, man, I need to sell these sneakers. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it kind of sucks too. Like, is there a way that you could like hit up these other schools? Like, can you guys teach this or like?
0: Well, here's the kicker. If I get a PhD. You can teach your own shit. Exactly. Because the ultimate goal for me is to educate myself on all this stuff so that I can then educate people that look and sound like me. And whoever else wants to join the party, beautiful. Right. But ultimately, my nieces, my nephews, my daughter, their kids, and so on and so forth, I want them to know that someone that looks like us can accomplish this right and so me being able to attain this level of a a degree and then you know may who knows potentially be a professor at some school where then some kid can be like oh my god yo that's a that's a a martinez in there teaching that right so i want to take it right because I hadn't seen a lot of representation in this specific area to teach me and give right. me a different lens or a different perspective.
1: Right. Mm.
0: That's awesome, bro. Or speak to something that's closer to me than what uh, a white person might say. Right. You no? Know? Yeah. I love it.
1: So it's funny, like, to incorporate the geek stuff into, like, what you just said about being represented. So, like, I've heard a lot of scuttlebutt, (laughs) uh, you know, on, like, a lot of these shows and movies that are changing, like, characters that were white and now people playing the roles are you know, people of color or, you know, whatever it may be. And people having a lot of issues with that. I didn't <laughs> like say I it.
0: Said, I, I didn't like, say I do, it. I do. Like I just say whatever it may be, though,
1: <laughs> um, you know, and so that, I sp- that,
0: that, uh, whatever it may be is just a uh, 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 sophisticated and stuff like that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, but so I spoke to a buddy of mine
0: about it recently. black dude white dude orange brown white dude just for context okay
1: white dude and at first
0: was like
1: oh you know so and so now uh they're talking about superman's black now the black superman right right and so and so uh this character is now gay and blah 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 and all Uh this stuff and I'm just like, so what does that matter? Right. You know? And like it was leading down a path. And I was like, oh, this is going to get fucking ugly in a minute. Mm -hmm. And he's like, I have no problem at all with like everybody being represented. But he's like, my problem is, is that they're changing everything. So like, here it is. He was like a 70s kid, an 80s kid like me and this was the story of whatever it may be and now they're changing that whole history so he's like here it is they're taking something that i love and fucking totally throwing it in the garbage and he's like that i have a problem with he's like yeah everybody should be represented you know but But not not my character No, but not
0: the character that I love.
1: No, no, but he's saying, "Yeah, let there be a black Superman, but keep the story the same, keep the history the same." Mm -hmm. You know, like, and that's his problem. The writing is totally throwing everything historical out the window.
0: But look at how they did Spider Verse into the Spider Verse, right? Yeah. So you got Miles Morales, Mm -hmm. Puerto Rican and black. I I I bet he was a barber because my brother's Puerto Rican black, and he was a barber. So that's how I like to think about it. But One, I totally missed out on that book because when that comic book came out, I was like, I need to go get it. One, because right. I love Spider-Man. Two, because it's representation. Right. And I think it's going to take off. You, you know? never read it? I, I never, I never went and got it. Oh,
1: I don't, so I, don't think it's, I don't
0: think it's that. I could probably go back and have to pay like 20 bucks for the first episode or something like that, but, or the first comic book episode. Right. Um, and catch up.
1: I'll but plug I, it Uh uh a totally unpaid plug but uh if you go on to amazon they have something called comicsology c o m i x o l g y right so if you go on to that website i think it is uh you can get digital comic books
0: nah oh, fuck that digital shit bro i want the real comic book
1: i'm just saying it's a lot cheaper If you just wanted to read the story.
0: Why? Why would anybody want a digital comic? That's not the true art of collecting, bro. I'm not. You're not. You're not buying. You're not buying digital Funkos.
1: No, but I'm saying if somebody is reading something just for the story and they're not collecting the actual comic book. No,
0: no, no. I want it to be for the meaning. Okay. I want it for the meaning. Okay. And I should have bought it when I had it in my hand for the meaning, for the representation. But what I'm saying is what they did with Into the Spice, like what they did into the Spider-Verse, mm-hmm. right? They created all these other, they, all, they had all these other Spider-Mans, which they did actually have all these other Spider-Mans. They had the Spider-Pig and all that in common yes. and everything, right? Yeah. So then they created a through line for all of those Spider-Mans to connect. They didn't do anything different when they just did Spider-Man, uh, the last Spider-Man, right? When they had Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield yep. and uh, the next Tom guy, Holland, right? So bro, like to your friends, to, to that conversation, they're not changing history. They're creating new storylines. Right. That's all I got to say about that. (laughs) You look upset, bro. You look like, no, I agree with you. you No, no, no. It, It was an interesting
1: conversation, you know, like I, Kind of understand his thing a little bit, so like, did he
0: go to an all white school?
1: So this is <laughs> nice. Uh, he, I was just trying to think of the eight line rap battle where he said, it "and <laughs> Clarence went to an all white school, whatever it was." Uh, Clarence' parents has a real night, real nice marriage. Uh, so anyway, um, but he was talking.
0: What is that eight, from? Eight mile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The rap battle. Parents, parents the have parents a real, nice, a real marriage. nice marriage.
1: Yeah. yeah. And I'm trying to remember the name of the school that he went to, but oh. I can't remember now. Um, So what he was talking about was Star Trek, right? And I said, oh, did you see the trailer for the new Star Trek show that's coming out? And he's like, yup, it's bullshit, this and that. And I'm like, what do you mean it's bullshit? He's like, they're taking all the shit and just fucking changing everything. Like...
0: It's, he couldn't even it, say it's just like they're taking all this shit and putting in more shit. And now it's all this shit.
1: Like they're just writing the shit just to have like political correctness and this right. and that. Like he has a problem with them writing shit that's throwing shit down everybody's throat. Right, right, right,
0: right, right, right. So, I don't, it, it's not in
1: in the other way of looking at it. Right is is it shoving stuff down your throat or is it just introducing something new to where now everybody is involved?
0: I, here's what, here's where I'll give your partner here, some of the benefit of the doubt, right? Okay. Just write a good story. And that's what I said.
1: I'm like, just, do whatever you want. As long as the writing is on point.
0: Yeah. Just write a good story. Yep, You know, and if you write to try to drive a point or a message home on something that is uh, for for some type of global awareness in a Star Trek show, then does it, does it match the story, you know, because, so I, I don't, I guess what I'm saying is I understand where he's, what he's saying. But also, the lens that he's looking at it from is already tainted. Because he already has his deeply embedded mental models about the ways of the world. And that's coming to the forefront when he's watching this show. So he can't even see if it's a good storyline or not because he's so caught up on, oh, they introduced a gay character or they tried to bring this in or they tried to bring that in. But was it a good story? Right. Did it make, did it make sense? Right? If that thing, if those things aren't happening, then cool. I might be able to agree with you, but yeah. if your lens is tainted and you already see the world a certain way, and then you see something that you get triggered by on Star Trek or whatever, or on a super, on a, a superhero movie, like, come on, man.
1: Right. Right. Yeah. And I guess too, like, cause I read a lot about the last season of Star Trek discovery,
0: mm-hmm.
1: Right. And it was kind of like, oh, women who were running stuff. And uh, you know, there's like a trans character on there. And then there was like uh, the they pronouns were put out there and like everything. And like people really felt like they kept shoving that as the story. Instead of just including it in the story, you know? Yeah. So a lot of people had
0: problems with it. And if you're trying to tell me that all of those characters in Star Trek through all the decades that's been on haven't been something different, <laughs> then what are you even talking about? Right. What are you talking about? They're aliens anyway, bro. You know what I'm right. saying? Like, what no. are you even talking about? Come the OG on.
1: Captain Kirk was having sex with green women.
0: Exactly. Like, come on. What are you talking about? Yeah. Do you hear yourself right now? You're talking about Star Trek. Yep. And you're talking about a show that has aliens and different monsters and characters from all types of different planets.
1: But you know what though, bro? Like that means a lot to some people, you know? Like, some people but really you, get
0: leave damn sympathizer you you <laughs> no i'm just saying like i've have friends who like so you mean you mean like representation in those types of shows uh in those types of fantasy re- fantasy type shows that people are looking for representation in their aliens
1: both sides of the coin both sides
0: there so are a- people- aliens are looking for representation in the aliens
1: Peeps want all the representation.
0: Peeps of- want the human characters on Star Trek to look like what the world looks like. Correct. I'm tracking. Yeah. So. you yeah, have, bro. Hey, you know what, brother, man? I really dug these vibes today, bro. I know we've been on here a minute, and I know these folks, uh, the listener right now is probably like, Okay guys, you you've you've hit your time. <laughs> I think it was a good chat. It was no, it was a great chat. It was a great chat. It was one I, it, I'm I'm gonna venture to say it's one of the better chats that we've had in a while. I got something for you. I got something for you. Uh oh. I want you to give me five of Five actors you would like to see in Star Trek. Wow. Uh number
1: one. Denzel Washington.
0: Hey, I can see it. I can actually see it.
1: Yeah. Um. Wow, this is a lot of editing, bro.
0: This mother, this mother god dang, bro. Oh my gosh. I would I I would say I would say Ben Affleck. Ugh. Well, I would say so. OK, so we'll do five together. So Ben Affleck, uh, Denzel Washington. Gal Gadot. Ugh. Uh, <laughs> 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 uh, oh, you know who? You seen Hashtag o-
1: not my Star Trek. Go you ahead. Seen,
0: you, <laughs> 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 you seen Ozark, right? Oh, yeah. The girl with the blonde hair. What's her whatever her name? Bro, is. Julia Garner, is it? Maybe, maybe. Yeah, she'd be good in Star Trek. She'd be good as the lead. She'd be good as the captain in Star Trek, man. Oof. Yep. Oh, not just still. Okay, not your Star Trek. Okay. Uh, and then what? Give me one more at least, man.
1: I had one and I lost
0: it. Oh my gosh! Here we go. This is where we fall off the rails, folks.
1: Joe Manganiello.
0: What is this? Star Trek 1987? What? Who who Joe? Oh, okay. I was thinking about you know who's a uh, you know who I'm talking about. Not that
1: old dude.
0: <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, like manta Mantis, something like that.
1: Yeah, oh, you know fuck. I'm talking about. What's his name now? Yeah,
0: you know exactly who I'm talking about, though. Yes, yeah. But mantonelle who is the one that you're talking about? Does he play like Deathstroke or something like that?
1: Yes. Okay, and he and he was uh in true blood oh so he but he'd be he and bottom of the night was an amazing movie
0: by him he'd be uh what are the what are the characters the the wrath the the uh klingons klingons he'd be a klingon
1: i would he would be an amazing uh villain
0: yeah he'd be a klingon for sure hi bro hashtag not your star trek I get it, Joe Mag 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 something, man, man. It's not coming
1: up. You know, old ass Joe. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. All right, Jeff, brother man, I appreciate you. Hey,
1: I want to do a quick shout out to our SoundCloud listeners. We had listens in Spain, baby.
0: España.
1: Thank you, Spain and Germany again. So thank you.
0: I know somebody in España. So I wonder.
1: Ooh. I wonder. Very interesting. Yeah. Hey, girl. Hey. I've been thanking the people overseas, but we haven't posted anything new with us giving the shout outs to the overseas. So we had Germany, Spain, Brazil. So thank you, peeps. Well, you know everybody. How people, you know how people
0: do. They record a lot of episodes and then put, the, put them out.
1: Yeah. And then in the U.S., thank you, peeps. We love all you. Thank you
0: for listening. Yeah, Share it. No doubt. Who's sharing? Share it. <laughs> okay. <laughs>